the theme of the mind says thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 let's go there quickly Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 and I read in Jesus name from the New King James Version your kingdom come yes your will be done yes. on earth as it is in heaven amen amen so the three words in the in, in this verse I mentioned last Friday kingdom heaven and earth tell your neighbor kingdom heaven and earth one more time kingdom heaven and earth so if you want to break down this particular verse it says your kingdom come my version continues to say thy will be done on earth so your kingdom come means thy will be done on earth what will should be done on earth just as it is in heaven not so us in the hemo last evil of the other water Amen. amen how many of you are ready for heaven to take position in your life We are in heaven. Amen. We are in heaven. And what we want to see is that heaven, although we are physically here on earth, spiritually in heaven, we want the spiritual to superimpose the physical. Amen. So when you are weak, heaven says you are strong. And as you have the mind of Christ, your mind has to be subjected. That's what our daughter told us. If you have the mind of Christ, you have the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I wish you would clap your hands and celebrate Jesus on that. Let me touch him my shoe. What's the kingdom? I told you last Friday that a kingdom points to place. So we have United Kingdom. We have all sorts of kingdoms. How many of you have watched Games of Thrones before? How many was Games of Thrones? So whilst Games of Thrones, you would see that the kingdoms were surrounded by a wall. You would see that the kingdoms was a territory. When we come to the kingdom of God, we are not talking about a place. We are talking about a condition. So the word king is a kingdom. It has king and dom. Dom is like freedom. Freedom is not a place. Freedom is a condition. It is a state. It is a position that you can be in. So you can either be in a position of freedom or you can be in a position of enslavement. I declare freedom over your life this morning. Financial freedom, is that for somebody here? I thought you would jump up and grab that one. If you are, if you are looking for healing, grab that one. If you are looking for... Ah, somebody's lift up and shout and give Jesus a praise right now. The Bible says, if the sun sets free. So when we talk about the kingdom of God, we are not talking about a place. We are talking about a supernatural realm. We are talking about a position. So the Bible tells us that the kingdom of God is not McDonald's and Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's not eating and drinking, but it is what? Righteousness, peace, Enjoy. Let me give you some good news. It is in the Holy Ghost. Thank you. God bless you. Let me give you some good news. Righteousness is not quantifiable. You cannot count how righteous you are. 
Peace is also not quantifiable. Joy is not quantifiable. These are qualities. And so Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it in abundance. What Jesus was talking about is that I came that you may have quality life. A life is near a lame vacation. I don't want to go there. You are trying to get me to go there. I won't go there. How many of you went for vacations? You see, you can't put your hands up. But you went, you went. I saw you. <laughs> Some of you went for vacations and you couldn't post it on social media. <laughs> and you were like, YOLO, I'm living my life. But the kingdom of God goes beyond these things that we see in this life. This life is temporary, but the kingdom of God, we are talking about eternal stuff. We are talking about the stuff that no one can take away from you. Amen? So, in Christianity, the spiritual realm or, let's say, the spiritual realm or the entity where God reigns as a king, as the king, is what we call the kingdom. Any place that God is reigning, any place that God is ruling, anywhere, anything, any entity. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, what the Holy Spirit makes us understand is that whilst the world's kingdoms is governed by borders, this one in Nederland, from Nederland to Belgium, gaat, come here up. You wait, why the 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 grens? Yes, then then gaat your telephone up. You've been in Nederland, you've been in Belgium. But when we talk about the kingdom of God, every kingdom has members. Every kingdom has members. So we say that you are a member of the kingdom of the Netherlands. You are, yes, but in the old English it says member. But the Bible makes us understand that we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. So whilst the world's kingdoms are governed by borders and walls, our kingdom is governed by the body of Christ. So if you are part of the body of Christ, you, you see, that's why nobody can snatch you out of that kingdom. Because for somebody to snatch you out of the kingdom of God, they will have to, they have to operate on Jesus Christ. They will have to cut him open to take you out. Tell your demons, demon, go and try and see. Amen. I declare that that shield, that fence over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. That no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper. You did not shout a big amen on that. And so Jesus Christ, when he came to the earth, his one message, one message that he preached in the book of Matthew, you see it coming over and over and over again. He says that, he says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. When I look at that word at hand, it means that it is enhanced so the kingdom of God is close by I want you to do your hand like this you see many people many Christians are trying to get the kingdom of God but the kingdom of God is no more outside the kingdom of God is inside amen Amen. So the Bible says that seek first the kingdom of God. Let's look at Luke chapter 12 verse 31. Luke chapter 12 verse 31. Mm -hmm. 
Are you there? Luke chapter 12, verse 31, and I read in Jesus' name from the New King James Version. But seek the kingdom of God, mm. and all, the, all these things shall be added to you. Mm. Amen. Let's read verse 32. 32. Do not fear, little flock, mm. for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen. Amen. So what I love is, you guys all know, seek first the kingdom of God, right? But what I love the most is that God is telling us that do not fear. Because the kingdom is for you. If God is saying the kingdom is for you, that means that God wants you to be part of his rulership. <laughs> That's why when I was 17 or 18, I wrote a song I did not understand it myself. It says, I am royalty. It says, are you wondering where, who you are? Are you wondering where you've been? I know you find yourself in pain, aching, contemplating on all sorts of stuff. But God is ready to give you his kingdom. He's ready to put a new clothes on you. He's ready to take away your despair. He's ready to take away ashes and give you beauty. Ah, you are not shouting a big amen in this place. That is God's will. It pleases God that a man just as us rules in his kingdom. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't let any deception or lies from your past. One of our brothers preached something on strongholds. Don't let any voices that spoke to you 10 years ago define who you are today. No. You are not weak. You are not a disappointment. You are a man with an appointment. You walk with purpose. Who told you that you were a failure? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The song that we sing, I'm trading my sorrows, I'm trading my pain. That is a marked. When we come here, we are here to trade. It is a marked. We are trading our sorrows, we are trading our pain. What are we getting back in return? We are getting back the joy of the Lord. Somebody shout, Yes, Lord. I, that was not a shout. Shout, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Are you following me? So God is telling us, seek, seek first. Chase after this. Seek first. Don't seek about after what you will eat. Don't seek after what you would wear. Don't seek after what you would drive. I won't go there. Don't even seek after who you will marry. that one sinking. Because there are many people that come to church to seek after who they will marry. Huh? Yes, they come to church from the morning they are not coming to meet the maker. Their makeup, their outfits, all of them is centered around presiding other junior. And when they are coming, they are like that I must know him. That I may know him. That I may know him. Exactly. Some people too, when they are coming to church, they have just targeted my sister here. Our sister, sister, come. Yes, you. You see... You see, you see, God is telling us, God is telling, you see, some of, some people, 
when they are coming to church, the moment the sister is not at the entrance doing the protocol, they want to go back home. They said, no, no, today no church. The church is not nice. But God is telling us, seek first the kingdom. Seek first the rulership of the king. So kingdom is a rulership. It is, it is God ruling over us. Seek after that. When you wake up in the morning, Father, what can we do? What can we do? We take this do or we take that do. We take the ban of our name of need. Many of us, we make decisions without involving the one that gave us the opportunity. Yes. Tell your neighbor, change your mind. Change your mind. So let's look at what, what Jesus tells about the position or the, the reality of the kingdom. It says this. Luke 17 verse 20 to 21. The New King James Version says, Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when, when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Tell the, your neighbor, it is not by observation. Nor will, will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Can I give you good news? That the kingdom of God is not in Q factory. The kingdom of God is in you. And therefore, when you are in Q factory, today the kingdom is here. Do you know that we are having a kingdom assembly right now? <laughs> are you getting what I'm telling you? So the kingdom of God also does not stop at the end of this service. It's not only on Sundays. On Monday, you are a kingdom being. On Tuesday, you are a kingdom being. On Thursday, you are a kingdom being. Wherever you step, you dictate. You dictate. Yaibe pout. Yaibe pout. The condition of that atmosphere. So at your workplace, if there is darkness, when the kingdom of God arrives, light has arrived. Amen. In your finances today, you see, God was speaking to me this morning that, that, that he's opening heaven. When he says, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is prosperous. Heaven is a place of riches. So if heaven should be done in your life here, you have peace, you have joy, you have righteousness, and it comes with a whole package. Amen. Are you excited that this month, Whatever your heart desires, it has already been given. It is tight or it eyed the packer. It's at the lung still, packum eyed. Amen. Amen. So the kingdom of God is within you. In one of my favorite verses when I was young, it was John 3, verse 7. He says, Marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. Now, this particular verse, the, the context that precedes it, it's, it's a conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a learned man. But Nicodemus just appeared to Jesus and he, he came with curiosity. He was seeking after the kingdom. Now, let's look at what Jesus Christ told him. If you want to find the kingdom, if you want to see the kingdom in you, what you should do. John, 3, John chapter 3, verse 3 to 7. John chapter 3, verse, uh, verse, verse, 3 to 7. verse 3 to 7. And I read in Jesus' name. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So what is the key to seeing the kingdom of God? 
One more time. What is the key to see the kingdom of God? Ask your neighbor, are you born again? Now answer your neighbor. Answer your neighbor. Let's continue. Verse 4. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? So let's stop there. You see, this is the question that most of us bring to church. We tell you, you should be born again. And you have the same practical question. How can I be born again? I'm having, I have cry so hard. I have my tantes knees. My tantes knees helemaal. It's a bit lost. Vorige week was ik helemaal ziek. Ik was mijn gezicht was opgezwollen allemaal. But you see, once you are a kingdom being, you cannot stay in the state of darkness. <laughs> Today my face is radiant. <laughs> How can a man be born again? And let's uh, let's look at the answer Jesus gave. Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So, so Jesus says, unless you are born of the Spirit, that means you have to become a spiritual being. That means the natural man does not enter the kingdom of God. The natural man does not know the kingdom of God. The natural man cannot see the mind of Christ. But if you are spiritual, declare, I am spiritual. If you are spiritual, you see, the Bible says we walk not by, by sight. We walk by faith. We walk in the spirit. So as a child of God, whenever you wake up, you need to enter that zone. Although you are walking on the face of the earth as a flesh, you are a spiritual being coming. Amen. And you call the things that are not as though they were. So you declare, when there is darkness, just as in Genesis chapter 1, when there is darkness, you step in a situation and you say, let there be light. Remember, the Spirit of God was moving. So a child of God, you should be moving in the Spirit. Amen. Let's continue. 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. Let's stop there. You see, that is, that is kingdom mindset. That is the way a, 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 a kingdom citizen is. A kingdom citizen is unpredictable. It, no demon can predict your movement. Only one person said amen on that. Listen. They, that is why the devil is moving to and fro. He's looking for. Because he cannot find you. How can the devil find you when you sleep? When you step out of the kingdom and come into the flesh. When you become fleshy. When you be so bent. I don't want to go there. I'll hurt someone's feelings. I will go there. Huh? Just a few, you see, when you become high, that is the lowest point. Yes. It's true or not true? Have you ever seen some, someone that is high? High. It is the lowest point. Everyone looks at you and we are embarrassed. That what are you doing? When a child of God, he says, if you commit sexual sin, I don't want to go there. I will go there. I should stay there for a minute. When you commit sexual sin, 
right? He says you sin against your own body. The body that carries the kingdom. So you make the kingdom weak. And you know what it, what it is about kingdoms? There is always an attack. Every good kingdom, want, they have enemies trying to come at them. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord, he raises up a standard. Lift your voice and say, I raise up a standard. I raise up a standard. Those here you are doing well, those here you are not in the standard. I raise up a standard. Lift up your voice say, I raise up a standard. Say, I raise up a standard. You need to be spiritual. Spiritual. You see, the kingdom of God, it's partnership. In Mark chapter 1 verse 15, Jesus said, his, it's written in Mark chapter 1 verse 15, he says, I read the TPT, he says, his message was this, at last, the fulfillment of the age has come. It is time for the kingdom of, for the kingdom to be experienced in its fullness. Turn your lives back to God and put your trust in the hope-filled gospel. So the kingdom of God becomes only evident when the gospel is preached. You see, Jesus Christ's ascension to his throne was not just a, a chair. It was the cross. The cross is the culmination of Christianity. So once you pass through the cross, you now come into the spirit. That is why you need to die to your flesh. Amen. For you to become spiritual, the flesh has to die. Because the spiritual is in there. But the flesh has to die. Amen. Your, your, you see, your fleshiness has to become numb. Irresponsive. You should not know how to sin anymore. And when you sin, you should come to the realization that, ah, I don't even understand why I did this. Do you know that it is very, very difficult for a Christian to gossip? It is very difficult for a Christian to lie. Oh, you see, you are quiet because sometimes you lie little, little, little. Yeah, white, white lie. But your lie is not white, it's green. <laughs> yes. A, a child of God, I remember the other day, I wanted to just, you know, camouflage the truth. And I, I really could sense, I was not comfortable. I was not comfortable. You don't like the person, but you are smiling. That's why some of us are weak. We are eating the wrong stuff. Yes. When you eat stuff from social media, we are talking about possessing the nations. You are talking about possessing a girl. Yes. You are a child of God, but you always show up late at work. A kingdom being. And you want the promotion. And you are backbiting. A child of God. Praise and worship leader. Praise and worship leader. But your flesh is too evident. Your spirit is weak. Because you, you, you do not allow the spirit of God to be manifest in you. You never pray. You never fast. You never communicate with the ruler of the kingdom. 
How can, an, how can a member of the kingdom move when he does not know the laws of the kingdom? Constant overtrading. 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 You see, we serve a merciful God, but don't take him for granted. Don't take, you better clap on that. We serve a merciful God. We serve a merciful God. But let's not take God for granted. Let's not take God for granted. Look at how faithful he is. In Psalm 8, he says, he says that, Oh Lord, our God, how excellent your name above the earth. And he says, What is man that you are mindful of him? What is man that you have chosen him? Someone that came from dust. A dusty entity. You know we all came from dust. Then God takes dust and puts dust on a throne. Hey! You, 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 you can't even understand it. Even the angels do not understand. Even the principalities in the heavenlies. So the Bible tells us that, it says, the church's role is to re reveal the manifold mystery. Let's say the mystery of God to the principalities in heaven. They don't understand why God chose you and I. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God says, let us make man in our own image. Why did God not make the lion in his image? Look at how we are all afraid of lion. Oh, you have any bang for the love? Have you guys seen that movie with Idris Alba? Where the film? The Beast or something like that. Yeah. Even me, when I'm watching the TV, me, myself, I'm afraid for the person in the lion's thing. But look at how last time I was talking to uh, Brother Tim about Old, uh, Old Testament stories. Look at how Daniel a man made in the image of God. Daniel went to the lion's den. I'm talking about kingdom. Daniel went to, to the lion's den and the, the lion could not devour him. He went there and he chilled with the lion. You, I'm just paraphrasing right now, but you can imagine Daniel in a lion's den watching Netflix and eating popcorn. And the lions are just beholding him like that. Why do you run away? When mosquitoes come into your room. Why do you run away? When every little, every little issue in your life. Every, your heart won't incline a roddle. Incline a roddle. Your whole life is spoiled. Why do you run away when every little setback. As a kingdom be, being. You should not allow the dictates of this world to manipulate you. Because the dictates of this world is coming from the ruler of this world, which is, which is the devil. The devil is, is a liar. But God is building an army. God is in partnership with an army who is taking over this earth. And therefore, Jesus' prayer was that thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let heaven determine the practices of the earth. And how is God doing that? God is doing it through you. God is doing it through you. Do you know how partnership with the Lord looks like? Let's look at a story in the Bible. In Matthew chapter 14 verse 15 to 21. Yes. Chapter 14 verse 15 to 21. And I read in Jesus' name. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place. This is a desert, desert place. Okay, so yeah, your version. Can you read the old King James? I like the old King James better. 
the normal King James. Very difficult to read, but I like that one. I don't have it, Pastor. You don't have it. You are new generation. I have new King James. Okay, let me read mine. It says this. And when it, was, when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place. Perhaps you are in a desert place. Can I get a witness here? Anyone that is going through any desert place. A desert place is a place that there is no life. There is no water. There is no, you see, everything is dry. Dry. Maybe your pockets are dry. Maybe your family is like, like a desert. It looks like there's no life. You listen to all of in the bone karma and there was no gesproken. It's a desert place. Maybe there's a desert place in your body. From one sickness to the other sickness. But let me tell you what Jesus does. When Jesus steps into any desert place, there is life. Shout a bigger amen on that. He says, this is a desert place. And the time is now past. Send the multitude away. <laughs> that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. So, and buy themselves some food. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart. When you are in a desert place, don't depart from that desert place. Stay there. Because you know Jesus is there with you. He says, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. As long as Jesus is with you, there is no fear. If God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. Amen. This is kingdom. You see, that's why I said that the kingdom is not stationed in Amsterdam's right host of Rotterdam. When you are coming, the kingdom is coming with you. The, king, the Lord of hosts is coming with you with his army. So when the Bible says no weapon formed or fashioned against you shall prosper, it means that you are coming and you are coming with angels. You, you see, a child of God, when you, even when you are sleeping, the kingdom is there with you. So don't be afraid when you are going to sleep. Some of you, before you sleep, you are already scared. Oh. I, I break that spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, from now onwards, you sleep like a baby. See, you didn't shout amen on that. Shout a bigger amen. So stay there. Stay in this church. Don't be looking outside and looking for other stuff. We are talking about eternal stuff here. Amen. We are talking about eternal stuff here. Stuff that will lift up your spirit. So that nothing of this world can attack you. So that, you see, the darkness could not overcome. We live in a dark world. That's what my daughter said, the, the young, yeah. Talk. We live in a, youngers, we live in a, look at, look at countries bombarding countries. From Corona, now Corona, then we went to, you know, you guys had the electricity bill going up as well, right? Because they don't want us to have lights. No, no, you, you have to, you have to see some of these things that, the, you see, we are living in a dark world. It's all to make things difficult, difficult for, for, them, for man and woman and the people of, of this world. But God says, I came that you may have life and have it in abundance. So if you do not have Jesus, you struggle. If you have Jesus, you are content. Amen. In every circumstance, in every circumstance, the flood will not overcome you. He told them, let them go and buy food. 
But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart, give ye them food. God is telling you, give them food. God is telling you, feed your spirit. God is telling you, feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. Feed your spirit. But most of us, we do not know where we can, how we can feed our spirit. Let me teach you how we can feed our spirit. It says, give them food. And they said unto, unto him, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. Many of us, all we have is five loaves and two fishes. Five loaves and fishes. Perhaps the only Bible verse that you know is John 3.16. It's a two fish. Maybe the only Bible verse you know is 1 Peter 2 verse 9. I'm a chosen generation. I'm a royal priesthood. I am a peculiar person. I am a anders. I am special. It is enough. Because five loaves and two fishes in the right hand. God has positioned them in a place of authority at his right hand. So five loaves and two fishes at the right hand. It changes to something else. I declare over your life that whatever little that is in your hand, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the spirit brood over it right now and let there be multiplication in the mighty name of Jesus. Be fruitful and multiply. You better shout, stand up and shout a bigger amen. The louder you shout, the bigger the multiplication. Lift up and shout right now. Remain standing. I'm almost closing. He says, we only have that. But then Jesus, he says, <laughs> Jesus said, bring them hither to me. So the five loaves, the little you have, God is telling you, bring it to me. Give it to me. You give it to me. Infestere in my. Infestere in my. What have you been investing in? What have you been investing in? Are you investing in your ego? Are you investing in your anger? Are you investing in your pain? Do you know people invest in pain? You invest in pain. You are sitting down the whole time lamenting, lamenting. Investment means time. It's tight. We work all my eight inches. The end of the ten euro. The end of the twenty euro. If you put one hour into anything, you are investing into that thing. And whatever you invest in, that is what you receive. Amen. So two hours in church is the is the best investment of the week. And if you have the opportunity to do four hours in church, you are getting more. He who sows who, who sparingly, reaps sparingly. So when we call you to come to evangelism in Nijmegen, don't tell me I, I need to go and, go and do party. The party will take your money. The Nijmegen will give you life. Amen. Kingdom, kingdom. It's, it's a different way of doing things. He says, bring them to me. I love the old English. He says, bring it hither. It's a command. Have it more. Bring it here. So when we talk about tithing and sowing and all that, 
I don't need to talk long to you. God says, bring it to me. I am the, man, the one who made the heavens and the earth. Give it to me. Let, me. let me flex my muscles for you to see. Are you ready for God to flex his muscles on your life? Someone shout in the name of Jesus. 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 Let God arise in my life and my enemies be scattered. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. Now when they had brought it, it says, and he commanded the multitude to sit down. Sit down. What I love about, you see kingdom, we are talking about kingdom here. We are talking about five loaves and two fishes, but we are talking about kingdom. Jesus said, sit down. Sit here. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Stop moving around chasing after stuff. Chasing after stuff. Sit down. He commanded them, sit down. And then looking to the heaven, let he says, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus looked to the heaven. You see, when we read this verse, we think that looking to the heaven, that Jesus lifted up his head. And he was saying, heaven, come down. No. When you understand that the heaven, he says, the kingdom of God is within you. Heaven is wherever God is positioned. So when he looked into the heaven, you can imagine that Jesus Christ looked into himself. Sometimes, instead of looking at your problems, look inside. Look at the one that is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't look at the world. news. It is only negative. Go and read your Bible. It's, the Bible is not negative. It's, it's called the good news. So go and read good news instead of watching bad news. But some of us, we feed off negativity. When the social media uh, scandal comes, you see somebody, even you don't know Kanye West. He's not your friend. He's not your brother. But because it's negative news, you are enjoying it. You come home and you are watching. You guys watch the, the, the series between jo, uh, Johnny Depp and the wife. VF Kekeke. You see, some of you have watched it. Are they your friends? Or is your family member? What business do you have with two people divorcing? It is bad news. It is bad news. But some of us go and buy popcorn. And we call our friends, come, how is some cake? It is online, eh? What can the cake is super look? It's time for us to change. God bless you. I'm almost done. He told them, and this is what I love. Pay attention to this. He looked up to the heavens and then he blessed the five loaves and the two fishes. And then he broke it. He broke it. Sometimes in your life, God has to break you 
God has to break you for you to multiply. Our Lord Jesus Christ was broken. His body was broken. His body was broken on the cross. He was the king. It was written on, 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 on the back of his cross. King of the Jews. But he was broken. And he was the firstborn out of death. And today all of us here have come into life. Sometimes God has to break you. When you are going through that breaking, count it all joy. Know that weeping may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Take out. Look forward. Look forward to that morning day. Amen. Amen. He broke the bread. And gave the loaves to his disciples. Someone say he gave the loaves to his disciples. And the disciples to the multitude. He gave it to them. And the disciples to the multitude. What is why is the nail answer? Hij bracht de broden in stukken en gaf deze aan zijn leerlingen. En zij gaven ze weer aan de mensen. You see the pattern? He gave, they give. He gives, they give. He gives, they give. So in the kingdom, it is a pattern. You do according to the dictates of the, the leader. You do according to the dictates of the king. The king gives, therefore you give. Are you following what I'm telling you? We are in partnership with God. And therefore, God is ruling through us. But we are not ruling according to our own way. We rule according to God's way. And God's way is that he breaks, he gives, and therefore, we also give. Now, let me tell you something mysterious. The Bible says that after he had given the, the, the loaves, it was multiplied and the 5,000 were fed. And after the 5,000 were fed, there was still some food after. There was still like 12 baskets left. From five, it became 5,000. 5,000. What, what, what is the multiplication factor in there? Beside it. Five to 5,000. How much? I declare that thousand blessing over your life. I thought you would have stood up and shouted and celebrate. Catch that blessing. Catch that blessing. Catch that blessing. Catch that blessing. And I can tell you some good news. That the good news here is that God has relegated his power into, into us. Just as he gave the disciples the, the loaves and the fishes to give. Watch out. The multiplication did not take place in the hand of Jesus. Nobody has caught it. The multiplication did not take place in the hand of Jesus. The multiplication took place in the hand of mere men. This was before the cross. But when they were in partnership with God, when they were ruling together with God, the multiplication took place in their hands. Do you think the disciples went to share the, the loaves of faith? Uh, bread and the fishes speaking in tongues no it was just normal it was normal right they wouldn't calculate it they wouldn't act I'm too super spiritual they, they didn't do that they were themselves but what makes them different it is the backing of the kingdom of God behind them it is when heaven invades the earth when, when the supernatural invades the natural, when the heavens takes over your life, listen, heaven and earth, they go hand in hand. We know that God reigns in heaven. 
But God's plan was not that heaven is far from the earth. God's plan was not that man is far from, from him. God's plan is that heaven and earth, they are together. Wherever heaven is, earth is. So at the end of the Bible, you have the new Jerusalem. You have the new earth and you have the new heaven. And they are coincided together. And they are all being ruled by God and his people. This is how God has made you. Don't just rule over the affairs of this earth. Command the heavens. Whenever you lift up your voice in prayer, you are telling the heavens to respond in your situation. Yes. Let go of your past. Let go of your weaknesses. Let go of your disappointment. Let go of your mistakes. You have done them. Yes, it's good. We have clapped for you. You've made a mistake. Forget it. It says that if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for you. If you are holding on to condemnation, then it is yourself. It is yourself. Let it go. Nobody is judging you here. As a matter of fact, God has made you a royal priesthood. You are a king. You rule and you serve. A peculiar person. Called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Why? So that you may show forth the excellencies of God to the world. The reason why we are part of the kingdom is so that the world will understand the kingdom practices. This man, go out there and become a king in every situation. As the king is giving, give life to people. As the king gives you life, give life to people. When people are weak, pull them up. Yes, pull them up. Pull them up. The Bible says that sometimes you will go and they will not accept you. Dust your feet and move on. Yeah. But if they accept you, give them the gospel. Preach to them. This morning we are going to pray going to pray that his kingdom will be done in our lives. That heaven will be done in our lives. That the earth will be subject to the dictates of heaven. That whatever is in us that God has placed in us will, will come out. That the will of God will be done in our lives. That we will allow the will of God to be done in our lives. Lift up your hand and let's pray. I'm coming back to the heart of worship.